Good evening and welcome to the Wise Zone, the show for the youth and the young at heart with me, your host, Brian Malvin Casey Tolley. Trying on the Wise Zone, we continue to celebrate the Women's Month. A dry show is brought to you in partnership with Trocare. And we are looking at issues of sexual and gender-based violence. Some challenges being faced by adolescent girls and young women include sexual and gender-based violence, teenage pregnancies, and child marriages, and access to sexual and reproductive health services. Trying to unpack some of these issues, and to help me do so, I am joined by Priska Ferretti, who is the shelter administrator at Musasa Project. Uh, Priska, welcome to the Wise Zone. Uh, good evening, Brian. Uh, good evening, listeners. Great. I'm happy that you were able to come through and that we're having this conversation. To our listeners, remember you can be a part of this conversation by sending through a WhatsApp message to our platform 0731-168-045. 0731-168-045. Now, Priska, would you like to tell us a little bit more about Musasa Project? What is it all about? Okay, um, Sasa Project is an organization which was formed in 1988 uh, to deal with issues of violence against women and girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, our vision, when we are there in our offices, we always wish to have a society where all women and girls are free from gender-based violence and are able to fully participate in development. So as a way of uh, empowering these women, Mm-hmm. Uh, to realize that they are also important in the society, they are needed by men in the society. We offer them counseling, okay. legal advice, medical support, and above all, shelter uh, services where, be the, where, where they can actually stay temporarily. That is uh, about Musasa in short. All right, that's good. So you are doing quite a lot in terms of um, assisting women. So now let's talk about uh, the elephant in the room, the issue that we are going to be spending a lot of our time on, which is gender-based violence. How do we define this? Okay, uh, for me to define gender-based violence, I will start by uh, maybe trying to clear the confusion that is always there among people, whereby they don't differentiate uh, sex and gender-based uh, and gender. So, I would define uh, sex as the biological makeup mm-hmm. of a human being, mm-hmm. whereby we know that this person was born a man and she was born a female. Mm-hmm. That is what we talk about when we are talking about sex. And then when we are talking about gender, we are saying it's socially constructed. It's us as the people in the community. It's our friends, our ancestors, our mothers and fathers who define what they expect a man or a female person to be. Okay. So that's the difference that is there. But when we are now talking about gender-based violence, it's mm-hmm. any violation that a human being might feel whenever she's uh, mixing and mingling with people. She can be verbally abused, right. physically abused, uh, economically abused, mm-hmm. so all those things, they define gender-based violence. And also, gender imbalance. Somebody uses power against someone. Okay. Uh, Brian, when we are talking about power, we can say, if you know that you can beat me, you always abuse me using that power that you have. Mm-hmm. So whenever there is uh, abuse in the home, outside, 
let's not forget that there is power that is actually being used by somebody against you. All right, so there are power dynamics involved. But you know, from what you were saying, it seems like gender-based violence only affects women. Is that the case? Not really. Uh, gender-based violence affects everyone, a man or a female. As mm-hmm. I said, we mm. can actually use power to abuse women. Right. Who can actually be abused by their girlfriends mm. so it's everyone is prone to abuse but yeah uh, maybe when the issue about gender-based violence the laws and everything when they were set by that time it was discovered that a lot of women were being abused by men you know, I've noticed that it, uh, when you start talking about issues of gender, gender-based violence, a lot of men are just put off because they will tell you that uh, So is there anything that can be done to also get men interested in this conversation, especially around gender-based violence? Okay, I think a lot of people who are working with women, uh, Brian, have actually changed their dynamics. Especially when you look at Msasa, mm-hmm. we work with women and girls and carry title to Muruma, Timon. But for now, if a man comes to our doorsteps, we always try to offer uh, counseling and then refer to other people. So we are trying by all means to engage men, especially when we are doing our other activities. For example, when we are doing uh, road shows, radio mm-hmm. programs, mm-hmm. we actually invite men. I'm sure they would come and uh, to, to listen. Can I a road show? But what did you do? But what did you do? But what did you do? What did you do? And what did you do? Some of these things that we are talking about. Are they very free to talk about these issues? Uh, they are not really free. If you see the numbers that we get here, they don't come as soon as the GBV happens. Mm-hmm. Usually they come when the GBV is, is at its extremists. But the time here, verbal abuse is happening in the home or in the community. People are shouting at each other. Uh, men usually do not come to seek uh, assistance. And I'm sure you agree. It's now the extreme, right? Yes, yes. All right, so we have already talked about some of the forms of gender-based violence. But I'm sure you agree with me. You, you are the ones with the statistics. Is it increasing? Is it decreasing right now? Uh, currently, the statistics show that the abuse is uh, increasing in terms of uh, physical abuse, okay. economical abuse, and also emotional. And uh, when I refer to the issue of my lockdowns a COVID, mm. you saw that a lot of cases were reported during that period where okay. people were staying together in the same home uh, nobody was allowed to go outside. They were confined together. So with that, there are a lot of GBV cases which were reported. And as I speak right now, uh, Brian, mm-hmm. you can see that uh, in our communities, there are a lot of young girls, girls below the age of 16 years, mm. who are actually pregnant. Their pregnancies are due, but according to the law, these girls are, suppo- are, are, are known as people who cannot consent to sex. Mm. And most of the cases happened during lockdown, and there were abusers who actually took advantage of the young girls in the homes. Uh, that is really sad. So wh- what happens in this case? Do these girls also have access to my services, my, uh, 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 what do you call this, antenatal, prenatal? Do they also get access to them since, like you're saying, they are... At law, they don't consent to, 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 to sex. 
Okay, what we are actually doing is we are working with the Department of Social Services as they are the custodians of all young children in uh, in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. So we are offering services, medical assistance for them to book for ANC because you'll find that most of them do, do not have money to book for ANC because uh, their caregivers or breadwinners um, failed to sustain themselves during the lockdowns. So at the end of the day, we are assisting them, we are offering counselling. For those mm-hmm. they are being put in the safe shelters and uh, they are accessing services there. Alright, uh, young people have got a new word that they are using these days. They talk of mjolo, they talk of uh, parties. We also had quite a number of vuzu parties during the lockdown and just before the lockdown. Mm-hmm. And this came with something that is called date rape. What is this? Uh, death rape, for me, I would define it as a, a rape. Yeah, 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 we are in love. We mm-hmm. love each other. And we think that we totally understand each other. At the end of the day, I trust my boyfriend boyfriend or girlfriend. Saka, so, uh, you would find that some of the people were going to the extent of spiking uh, drinks for each other. Uh, drug abuse was rampant by that time. Mm-hmm. And that caused to engage in sexual activities without giving consent. Right. We always talk about giving consent. But during that time when we are talking about debt rape, we would find that people do not give the consent. And at the end of the day, a person is uh, forced to sleep with a man or a woman or gang raped by people. Mm. While at least that person is intoxicated. You know, this, this um, I would say mostly men have got this thinking that um mm-hmm. Can I go for a sleepover? That means that she has consented to whatever will happen uh, under my roof for that particular night. So I can I'm sure I consent. What exactly is, is consent? Is it verbal? Is it just by virtue of me saying, you know what, let's have drinks together. Uh, let's spend time together. I've consented. Do you consent here? <laughs> Brian, uh, according to the law, that is not consent. Mm-hmm. Consent is whereby we sit and discuss could today baby we should engage in sexual activities okay i want to be intimate with you up to this extent and if i say no my no should mean a no okay but what happens is most of the times uh i've heard boys saying uh if a girl says no it means she means yes. yes but that's not true a no is a no so you'd find that in uh debt raping people assume it means mm. good punish remorse and rukuda. But I have visited you. Rukuda won't go spend the time. Even if we cuddle, even if we hug each other, at the end of the day, if you say you want to have sex with me and I say no, it's a no. And most of the times, have you seen that uh, with young people, usually they don't even discuss about this. Yeah. And at the end oh, of do the people day, really discuss about this or it just happens naturally? <laughs> it's supposed to be discussed. Okay. And we agree on each other. That's where the issue of consent comes in. Okay. So even our girlfriend, if she says no and you go ahead and sleep with her, Okay. Yes. And also, consent can it be revoked? To say, drinks, but can 10 minutes ago I agreed, then suddenly I just decided to change my mind. Is that possible? Yes, it's, uh, it's possible. So you would find that at times uh, I say yes this minute, then I decide something that I cannot do it. Mm. Maybe I know that I do not have a family planning that I have, and this guy maybe does not have protection. At the end of the day, what he does is say, I say no later. Okay. So 
it can be reversed after I say yes. Okay, uh, let us hear what uh, you think. Our listeners, remember, you can send a message on our WhatsApp platform 0731 We are talking about gender-based violence. We're talking about issues of intimate partner violence. We're talking about all issues that uh, relate to the subject of gender-based violence as we come to the end of the Women's Month. So let's talk about uh, these issues. When they happen, why is it some people are not so keen on reporting uh, such cases? boyfriend. But Why? Why are people not comfortable with reporting these issues? Okay, there are a lot of things that happens uh, about the issue of reporting. Mm. Uh, at times, my pride can actually make me not go to report. Mm-hmm. And at times, the society usually judge. For example, the issue at Tengechitaura Eva Rumi, you would find that people would start asking that, a man, are you saying you are being beaten by your wife? Mm. Are you saying your girlfriend is abusing you emotionally? Mm-hmm. So the judgment from the community makes a lot of people not want to talk about uh, gender-based violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at times, Sato Zivachaiku, what mm-hmm. will happen if I talk about it? Maybe the person who have abused me is my father. Mm. If I report, it means that my father will be arrested. No breadwinner kumba. Mm. So there are a lot of things that actually make a lot of people. Plus fear Miram court. So you would find that people need to be empowered a lot. They need a lot of information. gather that courage. If I'm abused in it means that the tomorrow that same person will continue abusing me. Will either abuse me or abuse other people, right? True. Yeah. So, a, a listener here, TK from Roa, says, Sakatongo wasia watitange kawaskana. Raku chikisai. Any comment on that? Nyayayi riponde kuti, kwangu wakumirira kutangana, but kanamuri relationship iri healthy. This discussion should not be difficult kutumutange kutawaranesha yu. Okay. Yes. All right, so there are ways, right? You need to develop that communication mm-hmm. where you can talk about these issues so that they do not necessarily lead to abuse. So I know, Ismsasa, uh, when you started, you mentioned some of the support, uh, the support that you give to survivors or victims of gender-based violence. Would you like to also just outline some of these services, Amuno Paimi, and also those that you refer to others? Okay, uh, Ismsasa, as I said, our priority is counseling to make sure that the mental state of the uh, survivor is stable and uh, also assess the dangers so we offer counseling we also offer legal advice uh, and legal assistance uh, medical support there are some uh, cases of gender based violence which are physical mm-hmm. and at times people are injured so we end up uh, assisting with the money for that person to be treated. And the young girls here at Ambota Uraguti, they are pregnant. Mm. So we offer uh, medical assistance for them to manage to uh, deliver at a safer place, which means booking ANC and also paying for the bills for the survivors. Then we have shelter services. If there is threat to the life of the survivor outside, we admit the, uh, the survivor in the safe shelter mm-hmm. temporarily. Mm-hmm. And in Zimbabwe, we have 15 uh, shelters across the country. Okay. Uh, for five regional offices in our um, major cities. Then we also offer life skills. Okay. Well, at least they are admitted in the safe shelters. Okay. Maybe what caused this uh, woman 
to, 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 to be abused is because she was not empowered financially. Mm-hmm. So we try by all means with Tivapema life skills. Vabudevaine something Chavadzidzao, Chavano Kwanisakuzonitavari Kumba. So those are the services that we actually offer in Sasa. Okay, I want to go back to this issue of encouraging people to report such cases. Some people will tell you, people will just have a phobia, you know, for being in a courtroom, for even going to police station. Do you also accompany such victims to, to the courts? Or do you also offer maybe legal advice and, and legal representation for those that actually do report? Okay. Uh, our, our, our approach when we are dealing with survivors is client-centered. Mm-hmm. So whenever we assess a survivor, mm. we try by all means to accompany, especially if they are young girls, uh, we always accompany them to service providers. Then we refer that person could have consequences on services eager, especially if that person is an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for young girls uh, and young boys, we always try to uh, accompany them to service providers. Okay, you've also mentioned that you offer life skills um, while they are in the shelters. But offering a skill is one thing. And actually being able to use it, uh, maybe this is someone who saw another sewing machine and actually it might be a different ball game altogether. Do you also offer them support so that they can be able to utilize of these skills when they leave the shelters? Okay, uh, as you know, that Tim Sasa is uh donor funded, so some of our budgets depend uh with the donor. At times, we do have those things that we offer to our survivors after uh, for them to continue their life after the shelter mm-hmm. but as msasa we also do not work alone we work with other partners we life strengthening skills so we try to link them with other organizations which offer after the shelter all right uh, there's a girl out there who's probably listening and she is going through some of these experiences that we are talking about. But family, you know, for one reason or the other. <clears throat> Maybe they are benefiting from the perpetrator or they feel that it will bring shame to the family. How can you assist this girl? Zunetika uh, Muzimuri, Brian, is, uh, you would find that a lot of cases are suppressed within the family, especially if, uh, for example, if it's a rape case that has happened in the family. Mm-hmm. People usually say, we will talk about it, we can solve it as hey. a family. And forgetting the survivor, the trauma So what we do is we usually encourage the survivors to uh, talk about it. Tinema toll free lines at no one's Shandisa for them kutivari kumbepa hapa akangwa na chikona chake chaano wanda atibate ni mafona ane ngai nao deniton mbatsira ari ikoko kumba it's either isus tisa kuna mreportera kupolisi kana kutima manebaz anenga haripo omu encourage kutima mreportere denitotora action kuna assista that survivor kumba and also tichiri hipa hapo there are some people who kuti they are feared they are revered they are respected in communities Dover wano ita perpetrate uh, gender-based violence. Rona nekwa chiti, ah, we are mangariru, we are panas, they are untouchable. Are there such people as people who are untouchable before the law? What I can say from experience is before the law, as long as a case is reported, uh, there is nobody who is untouchable. But nyayeno itikandeye kuti, the ball comes back to us as survivors. Mm. Kuti, 
kuchika kwa tiruku mita munuyo tiruku vatato mpane respect ya kutandi todu kutotawaranezu nyayacho na kutinzuku kwe kunze mm. that's where the problem comes in but if a case is reported we have seen some prominent people we have seen business people being arrested vachendes kwa kumakots and being convicted so to me the law is always there to protect survivors okay <clears throat> and your survivors also understand how the law works because mavashu muna anugu na kusungwa nasi obuda unbeo mawane and they feel like ah oh hope is lost akendo mapuri so yipaka mkenda ukot ndo vabuda to also help them to understand so that they fully comprehend uh, the court processes when you offer them counseling we try by all means to offer them that's why we offer them their pre uh, court sessions whereby they are prepared uh of what they can uh, go to the court and encounter and also after the court sessions we always take them and uh, offer them post uh court uh sessions where we try to explain uh, everything but i do acknowledge that uh to the general populace that mm. doesn't uh maybe uh, come to msasa that thing is not known and that's why you hear a lot of people vachita zvinazva zvinobatsira zvekuno reporter because a lot of people vanongosiwa vachienda so we still need to put more effort in working uh, with our survivors kuti vanzwisisa kuti munhu wese ane right yekuana bail and kana wana bail zviri kuti hasisiri musungwa munhu wese ane right yekutongwa achibva kumba but panenge pa assess kwa zvinhu zvakawanda so there is that gap that we still need to work on kuti vanhu vanzwisisa kuti tukuenda nekupi and it is very very important for people to understand understand these processes and also the fact that it's not the end of the case right there is more to it there is more that will happen now let's talk about somebody who has gone through any form of gender-based violence i know we spent a lot of time on sexual uh violence but there are others that you have talked about economic physical maybe let's zero in on, on physical for a bit what should somebody do arowanas what is your first uh, port of call okay our referral pathway when uh, it's a physical case mm-hmm. uh, healthy and medical comes in first mm-hmm. for example you have been beaten you are bleeding uh, you don't know how deep is the cut Mm-hmm. Uh, you first have to go to the hospital if you find uh, if you see other hospitals like Parenya, they actually have police posts in their offices in, in their premises where a person can actually report and be assisted there so if you, your life is in danger first go to the uh, hospital or to the nearest clinic or to the nearest police station that is near you so you go but you know what is this something that has changed now Yes, initially it was like that, that uh, first go to the police station. But loss of life, that happens because uh, a person was trying to find uh, a mobile one-stop, whereby there is a police officer, there is a counselor, there is a nurse who actually try to assist the survivor. Mm-hmm. So for now, people are free to seek services uh, that are really in agents before yeah. going to report pano zvinogona kutoitika vari pama same premises saka chakakosha hutano hutano whether it's sexual or, or physical yes. chakakosha hutano wako first of all go seek medical help 
and then other processes will follow after that right yes all right i thank you so much for clarifying that because i think it's one area that people were not so sure of so you've mentioned some of the services that you offer you've mentioned some of the referral pathways that exist but how can one access services from musasa okay from musasa it's either you come physically to our offices uh which are near you or our shelters that are in the uh provinces different provinces in zimbabwe but the easiest way that you can actually do urikumba we have counselors who operate our uh, toll free line 24 hours it's never closed so i will call out the numbers whereby people can actually access us mm-hmm. we have for equinet users these lines are for free so you don't pay anything you don't need to use up your phone first it's 08080074 that is for equinet users then for net one users it's 08010074 for telesel users it's 0713080072 up to four so those are the toll-free numbers that they can maybe you can repeat us. them one more time uh equinet users they use zero eight zero eight zero zero seven four net one users zero eight zero one zero zero seven four and telesel users they use zero seven one three zero eight zero zero seven two up to four Okay, um, so once they call that at any given time, they can be assured that somebody will pick up and they will listen to yeah. the story that they have to say, right? Definitely, even during the night, it operates 24 hours. During the weekend, it doesn't close. Someone will be there to attend to the line. And also, can somebody call on behalf of someone else? Let's say it's a neighbor. But ask reporter. Can you call Msasa on behalf of that person? Definitely, that is one strategy that we have seen working and actually assisting a lot of women. So, whenever you see that a child or a woman is being abused, or a man, mm, yeah. <laughs> you don't but want I, to leave them behind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you can actually call on behalf of someone. And your name and everything can remain anonymously if okay. you do not want it to be talked about. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, you protect whoever is called. You make sure that identity remains anonymous, and it? Uh, no, that is good. So, uh, as I mentioned, um, this is the final episode where we're talking about um, Women's Month um, that we're celebrating uh, here at ZFM in partnership with Trocare. So, as we conclude the show, what are your parting shows? What do you want to say to women out there who may be experiencing uh, gender-based violence and men as well? Uh, different forms of gender-based violence. Okay, to all those people who are facing gender-based violence, I would say let's talk about it. Talking about it, it actually helps to eradicate it in our communities. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we'll be having a society that is actually free from our gender-based violence. And also, as I said uh, before, no means no. Mm-hmm. Let's not uh, uh, end up talking about police stations because let's talk about our love life and respect each other. All right, let us respect each other. You know, I like the way you concluded because I was in the listener voice a message. I'll read the message that you listen to. You get to understand what you are saying. And the Crispin Shoniwa from Amaveni Kwekwe. Guys, I'm enjoying the show. 
Pajandi boa murkungo tarisa kudivire wa skana. While some young boys are being abused and then kikika vaseka. Chimboti wona yu. Please help me panyaya ye custodian of a minor. Which is deprivation of someone's freedom of association. Murikuti inajo. Kuchiri kuchengetezi kwa hiri kana kutikwatove kufari wa mjura wu. Kiki kiki kiki. So I think you can, if you want, you can just respond to that in a minute. Custodianship of minors. I think arukure wa kutiba na ama indo wanongo ipiwa. Anzi zimwana achuru chengetezi wakantisa kutofari wa panzi, tofari wa mjura wu. Okay. Uh, the issue about uh, custodian yevana mm-hmm. is... Uh, Mutemo wakagara wakangoti mwanawesa haripaspe 18 years. Uh, custody no piwa kuna mai because wife ngirukwa kunzindova ni moyo wa mnyoro. Unokuwa nisa kungo chichengeta wana since pamu wakata kura 9 months. Mm. But if you feel that uh, um, your child is being violated, ari kuna mai iku kwa custody, kuna mai. There are ways of applying for child custody. Wasa itama reasons why you want your child to be moved from the mother to come to you. There are some fathers who have been granted custody of their children because environment you know garamana is quit. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Kuti, what if it's not kuti manarko abuse? But I feel like I've got better capacity to take care of the child than the mother. Can I also file for custody? Yes, you can. And then the uh, Department of Social Services will assist you in that. They are the ones who assess uh, both places and actually help you accordingly. You know what, Priska, I think we need to invest more time in just talking about this because I can see we're opening a whole can of worms <laughs> by bringing this up. And unfortunately, we've run out of time for this show, but thank you so much for coming through to ZFM Stereo. Thank you, Brian. Good night, listeners. A good night to you as well. They say a stitch in time saves nine. We all need to take a stand and commit to becoming peace ambassadors who shun gender-based violence in all its forms. Let us protect those who are vulnerable and speak out whenever we encounter cases of gender-based violence. Unfortunately, we've come to the end of tonight's episode of The Wise Zone, the show for the youth and the young at heart with me, your host Brian Malvin Casey Tolle. For now, I am saying good night, stay safe and take care of yourselves and of each other. Till we meet again in other programs, it's goodbye for now.